We are back after a 30-day absence. We took the entire coaching search off. But now that the Jacksonville Jaguars have hired a coach, God Hates Jags is back. It's been about a month. Sean Shimmer and Patrick back with you. Gentlemen, Dougie P is in the house. How we feeling? What is WP? Dougie. Doug Peterson. Oh, Doug, Dougie P. Yeah, we're calling him Dougie P. What do you think I said? I thought w. you said WP. WP? Isn't that <laughs> Arthur's? That? That's like Did Arthur's sister. Something? No, that's DW. I'm going Arthur w. references w. early. <laughs> w. What an intro. <laughs> WP. Uh, now, Doug I mean, Peterson, for those that are confused, the seventh head coach in Jacksonville Jaguars history. Some are already saying he's the third best coach in the history of the Jags. Not <laughs> a hard. I sent you that stat, right? I, I wonder if I can find it about how difficult it would be. He could become the third all-time winningest head coach in one season. All he has to do is win 14 games. Yeah, he's got some. 15. 15 makes him third. 14 ties him with Gus Bradley for most yeah, ever. Gus won 14 two in years. four years. Two years? Well, he's not doing it next year. (laughs) So, maybe. Kind of enjoy how – so, this is the 10th season that Khan's owned the team, and he started with a one-and-done coach uh, in Malarkey, and then he did Bradley and uh, Marone, who each got four years, and then he ended his 10th season with uh, Urban Meyer, who also was a one-and-done. I feel like that was, like, really nicely – like sandwiched with a one, four, four, and a one. Like so, bookends. Yeah, now we don't Doug, – Dougie P, it's a whole fresh – we don't know where he's going. Probably a one if history is any do, indication. Uh, are we going to repeat it? <laughs> I would say history with Trent Bulky no. is definitely on the one and done because Trent's, I think, five years in a row with having a one and done coach. So we'll, well see yeah. how that goes. Hopefully, Doug Peterson outlives Trent Bulky. That's uh, the hopeful goal. But uh, let's rewind it a little. Let's go back a month. I think the last time we were on, like, it was basically the Urban Meyer getting fired pod. So since then, we've been on a month-long search for a uh, coach. It looked like Byron Leftwich got really close. And I've said it on the pod. I was high on Leftwich. So that kind of broke my heart a little bit. But, uh, like, and yeah, we – we took long enough to record because we were like waiting to hire a coach so we could actually record. <laughs> but I just thought uh, we would record and then they would hire somebody and everything we said was pointless, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there were so many Jags pods out there that were, everyone was just kind of waiting for something. Everyone assumed but, like the second they recorded, it was going to be like outdated. My only because we would have been like so bitter had to be recorded like, two weeks ago or whatever dude i was i there's been times in the past month i've been serious i would refresh my phone like 50 times in an hour and i would just get angrier which is so unhealthy like it's not worth it the only point of sports is to like have an escape from like real life and it makes it's like the worst part of my life so it's, the lowest <laughs> the lowest point was when they're like are we gonna wait two weeks to interview this Kevin O'Connell guy that no one talked about for the last month. That was like the lowest point in the whole search for me. Uh, can, I, like, can I undermine the lowest part? There was about a one hour time 
when it like looked on Twitter that the Rich Pasaccio guy, the Raiders interim coach, <laughs> because apparently like his family members all started following people on like on Jags Twitter, like players and coaches and stuff. So I was like, why the fuck would his family start following a bunch of Jags people unless like they knew something? Which apparently, you know, wasn't anything. But there was like an hour there where people were like, wait, are we really about to, to hire this guy? So man, people were losing their shit, man. We uh, were not in the right state of mind. Yeah, but I feel like in the end, so we started like Doug Peterson was the first coach that we interviewed, and then he was the last, and obviously hired him. Like, I will take me some Doug. Like, my biggest gripe with Doug Peterson, and the day we like the moment we hired him in the group text, I was you know pretty upset because I'm a emotional man. But I, <laughs> my biggest fault was like Leftwich had the cojones to like stand up to Valky from like, you know, reading the tea leaves or like what seems what happened. Cause he was like, I'm not signing unless you, you know, fire him. And then Doug Peterson caved. So that was my beef, but it does look like we are getting an EVP. So I'm guessing Doug Peterson kind of got some like, you know, guarantees that we're going to have an EVP over bulky. And that's like kind of what made him feel comfortable to sign because like yeah, the reports were it's... after the first interview, it didn't seem good with Doug. We, you know, it seemed like probably he had a beef with Trent or something happened because we waited, you know, 30 days for the second interview. They made, they made a point of saying that they don't know each other, which I think is a way of like, you know, suggesting that wasn't the reason. And we don't know. You know uh, everything that's been said about the, like the hesitation to come because of bulky has been a rumor. No one's going to come out and say that. Mm-hmm. Not even Byron came out, but um, I think it is a bit telling that Byron didn't even get a job. You know, there were nine openings and we nearly hired this guy and not an, a single other team wanted him. Mm-hmm. Well, it seemed like he was pretty dead. So like, you know, the tea leaves and the rumors, like he wanted to be here. And it seemed like there was some kind of like ultimatum. Like, you know, he gave like a week timeline to be like, Hey, like it's either me or bulky kind of a thing. And then once that timeline, you know, ran up, like he took his name out of the hat. Like he said, you know, I don't want to be the coach anymore. And then like two hours later is when Doug Peterson got hired. So like, it definitely felt like they wanted Leftwich and they had Doug kind of, you know, in the wings because he wasn't getting hired anywhere, which is crazy to me that like, I don't know, Doug Peterson had a winning record every year basically and won a Super Bowl, And like, he wasn't the favorite for some of these jobs over like, I don't know, Matt Eberflus. Well, he had a losing record his last season when he got fired. And yeah. his first season, actually. I forgive but, him for that one because Carson Wentz stinks. We, um, I, well, Carson Wentz was a rookie his very first season. And he got the most out a, of that guy. Yeah. He didn't have a losing record that year, did he? He went seven and nine. I looked this up. Seven oh, and okay. nine and, and then four and a, a, um, and had four wins and 13 losses. Oh, or no, something. Man. And Jags record, uh, seven and nine is a winning record. I'll, that's that's pretty good. I'll take that. That was good. his – I mean, <laughs> outside of that – he had two nine and seven seasons and uh, 13 and three when they won the Super Bowl. Would you sign up for that shit? That's a winning record overall, by the way. I'll do it. He loves ice cream. Yeah. I love ice cream. We're on the <laughs> he same does page love there. Ice cream. Why do coaches, uh, like doofy old coaches, always need a, a shtick? Marone was baloney. He's got the ice cream. It's got to be something. I think All it's right. just to, like, have fun with the players. I yeah. Think. It gives, yeah. like, media something to, like, you know, make jokes about how, like, Trevor donated ice cream that was there for the press conference. Like, it's an easy thing to, like, relate and have jokes about. So, yeah. Oh, I get it. 
I feel like uh, in regards to the Byron situation, I think that he might have learned from all these interviews that, like, even if he did want to have, like, a different GM and if he suggested that it be uh, Wilson from Arizona, he probably learned, like, next go around with interviews, like, don't specifically say a name. Say, like, I would like to come in with a GM that we work hand-in-hand together. Not saying that I mean, who knows if he did say he wants Wilson or not, but that could have been the difference. Maybe Doug was like, you know, I'm willing to take this job with some, you know, other minds in the building. You know, you kind of leave that open Chris, rather than saying, or, like, I want me or this one guy. of my guys. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, someone okay. I've worked with so I can work with them again, you know. I hope, but, I mean, I hope Byron gets a job, but I hope, like, you know, who knows? Maybe, I mean, Hopefully my theory is doing this. My theory is this: is that Shad um, was okay with one of the positions not having experience, but not both. And I think Byron yeah. wanted to have a first-time GM, and Shad was was like, "No, I'd rather have Balky. He's at least done it." And uh, and he wouldn't budge, right? So yeah, I That's mean, I hope be... we get Spielman, I'd, and then that actually makes sense. Right, it doesn't make sense to have two people who've never done the job before when you've yeah. been so terrible for so long. I can see the upside of it, like you know, high ceiling, but also very low floor. But with Doug, I mean, you've got experience, um, people that he's coached with, players that he's coached with. Obviously, his resume, the Super Bowl ring, and I was thinking about this earlier. He coached the team to the Super Bowl in the second season, you know, regardless of the timeline, but beat the best quarterback and the best coach in the biggest game of the season with a backup quarterback. That's pretty impressive. I was thinking about this. He's single-handedly responsible for us paying Nick Foles $84 million. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck Doug Peterson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he made that happen, not Foles. No, I still blame the ineptness of the Jags. <laughs> they uh, I mean, yeah. I, that. Well, I look- only, like, I think we got a good head coach. The only thing that looks bad and kind of is, like, you know, doesn't give me, like, the utmost confidence is that, like, in my eyes, regardless of everyone else's, but in my eyes, you clearly didn't get, like, your number one guy, no matter who that might have been because it I took think so long. I mean – Maybe. Why? Because the report that they wanted no. Byron? No, because it took so long, and you interviewed all these people. You but he was the first twice. person. That could be because other coaches were currently coaching. But if, he it's, if it's your first person, and they blew you away, and you're like, this is the guy we want, you don't take that long. You hire yeah. him. Yeah, you don't wait 30 days for a second interview. Like, I'm not saying that they wanted anyone else. I, I mean, I couldn't tell you who else they actually wanted, but you can't convince me that that's the number one know, guy that they wanted. Do you this know, could be a good case of falling ass backwards into a good decision because, sure. like, yeah, sure. Shad, I think so too. Like Shad, like Urban Meyer was Shad Khan's first decision from the get go last year, and you know, like that didn't turn out so well. So, like, if Eberflus turned us down, like some reports say he might have turned us down, like I'll take that in the long run. I'd rather take the like my one yeah. criteria is I want an offensive coach that calls his own plays <clears> to work with Trevor Lawrence. I'll take Doug Peterson if that was like Khan's third backup guy over if like Eberflus was his second guy or however it you know falls out because nothing against Eberflus, but he's not going to be good. Just like Mike McDaniel's is not going to be good. It's the name. He has a terrible name, and I don't trust him to be a good head coach because of it. 
<laughs> I don't understand. You have Justin Fields. Like, if you have a, a rookie or a second year, like, you know, quarterback, and he needs a coach, like, I feel like it should be illegal to go defensive coach. Um, it's like a bad idea. Well, I mean, uh, I think I was going to talk about this in the three questions, but let's, I mean, there were nine open positions. Uh, and just out of just curiosity, I looked up because four of them have been head coaches before, right? So I wanted to see what the records are of all the guys who've been a head coach and got a second chance or in some cases, third chance. Uh, Josh McDaniels, hired by the Raiders, has a career record as a head coach of 11 and 17. That's 39%. Tim Tebow playoff victory. That's true. That should Uh, count for two victories. Dennis Allen, new head coach of the uh, Saints. That guy's going to suck. Career record, eight wins, 22 losses. Wow. 22%. Uh, Lovey Smith, who talk about just sort of (laughs) just – Fucking all right, he's already here. <laughs> can I can I take a guess about Lovey real quick? Go. Because I know I heard that he was the only one that this is his third chance being a head coach. And like I definitely knew he took the Bears to the Super Bowl. I couldn't remember for the life of me the second one. I'm gonna try to take a guess because I'm assuming you have the answer in front of you. The second what? His second team that he was head coach for or first. Yeah, I don't know. I know that off the okay. top of my head. I'm gonna guess it was the Bears and now obviously the Texans. His third, because I truly have no idea. Um, I'm going to guess it was the Chargers. Incorrect. Ah, who was it? It was the Buccaneers before Buccaneers. Bruce Arians. Was it? I do yeah. not remember that at all. Also, oh. Lovey Smith nowadays has a righteous beard. Have you seen his beard? Oh, yeah. That's like the only good part of his coaching is that beard. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I was awesome. surprised. Lovey Smith's career record is 92 and 90. Ooh. Wow. That means he's coached 182 games as a head coach. That's uh, good. It's a winning percentage. It's over 50%. Yeah. He was on um, the Bears for a while. I only he remember did go him. to one Super Bowl. Yeah. I remember Huck they Peterson, were like. Peterson, though, 42, 37, and 1. As best a head percentage. Coach. Best the percentage. best percentage. But the stat that I thought was interesting is that Lovey Smith coached 100 more games than Doug Peterson as a head coach. But guess who has the Super Bowl? Our man. <laughs> Quality like over bet. quantity. In case you guys were wondering, I think I predicted <laughs> it. But I am happy. I just feel like we're going to be more competent. I don't think we'll be good I don't, next year. <laughs> but we're going to not be a laughingstock because we have a real coach and not yeah. a meme. Doug know? Peterson <laughs> will know when James Robinson isn't on the field for 20 straight plays. Like, and he's calling the plays. He's not just going to sit there with oh, it on, so like folded on there on his knees, looking like he's about to hyperventilate. Doug Peterson will know James Robinson's name. <laughs> By default, he has to pay attention to the game. He's, he's forced no, to watch. It really does feel like there's someone that actually, like, you know, he hasn't played a game yet, but it's like, it feels a lot better to have like an actual football coach. And I like the all the the people that were like rumored to be getting for the staff. It's like all it's full of former head coaches. Give me all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take. I want you know who I really want is the substitute from Houston. I want uh, David Cully to be on our staff. Uh, I wanted because they have they just promoted uh, Pep Hamilton to their offensive coordinator, and I wanted him because he worked with Andrew Luck and he had a. Uh, Herbert for his rookie season, but they held yeah, on to him. Yeah, that would have been nice. 
but because we have Mike McCoy, former Chargers head coach, as our quarterbacks coach, which like he sucked as a head coach. Obviously, I'm not an expert on his quarterback coaching because I'm not. I have other things to do in my life, but I'm only <laughs> I'm only guessing. Like you know, usually if you like got promoted to be a head coach and you failed, like you're still good at what you originally were good at. So agreed. By all accounts, I'm sure at least uh, a decent. He coached Tim Tebow in that Josh McDaniels year. Oh, was he? Was he like the quarterback coach there? All right, so I'll he take was the him. offensive coordinator. I did notice he, he I also. His... I mean, he, he's got experience. Um, I mean, take Tebow out of it, but after Tebow, he worked two years, three years with Peyton Manning, two years with Peyton Manning, and then he was the Chargers head coach with Philip Rivers. And why isn't I mean, Peyton I'm Manning our offensive this... coordinator? Shit, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, there was I've that like suggesting Peyton as the coach for years. What they should have done is gone, hey Tom, you want to be the GM? Tom Brady. <laughs> Dad, Dude, when like, there was the rumors that Leftwich or that uh Tom Brady personally called Shad Khan to vouch for Leftwich the day he retired. There was like that half a percent chance, like, yo, Leftwich, Tom Brady offensive coordinator, <laughs> let's do this. I bet I bet that is true that he called. On behalf That's of Byron, a, uh, he always spoke like mill. very glowingly of oh, Byron yeah, I loved him. every time he had the chance, wow. which which shows me that Byron knows football. But like, I honestly felt like I the would man be happy wore a teal suit to the interview. That's uh, I'm always gonna feel. A you gotta pain. get over it, Sean. That's another thing. Good, good thing we took some time to record to let Sean like decompress from not hiring Byron Leftwich. I'm I'm cool with Dougie P, but I'm still you know I'm. What's the saying? Like, I'm happy for all confident. we have, but I'm sad for what could have been. I would have had to talk myself into Byron like I did with Urban. With, with Doug Peterson, I, I mean, this was the best available coach, in my opinion, from the start. Yeah. He's, he's also he's from Andy Reid's coaching tree. Everyone loves So Andy is Matt Na- <laughs> Nagy, though. Good. Give me him, too. I don't know if I want him as offensive coordinator, but I don't care. I want all the head coaches. All of them. Apparently, no, I really the, uh, like the experience that he's bringing. That's like I don't have to talk myself into it, like he said. Yeah, I'm cool with Doug. I'm down for Doug. But uh, you know, my only regret, Sean, what? That we can't use uh, "Get Leftwich or Die Trying" as the title. That was a great title <laughs> for those for the listeners that pay attention. We do, you know, movie puns, and we were gonna do "Get Leftwich or Die Trying" with with Fifty Cent on the cover and. It wasn't meant to be, but we got some some good Doug Peterson one, so which is basically also, could just be Peterson leftover. With a D. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. His name. I feel like I haven't seen well, a I Peterson mean, with a T before. What? Who else has a T? Everyone his All, last everyone. name is Peterson. <laughs> Mike Peterson. Wait, is is it Mike Peterson or Peterson? It was it was a T. Yeah. Adrian hmm. Peterson. I feel like I. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Patrick mm. Peterson. <laughs> all the I, Petersons. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were all D's. I thought everyone's name was with a D. <laughs> nope. I, like I pronounce the it the same. Peterson. Peterson. <laughs> Peterson. Peterson. Like, it sounds the same it's, to me. It is the same. It's phonetically the same, yes. All right. We're getting well, very even. topic. All right. Well, we got our coach. And we got some coordinators. We got some coordinators. We got our GM. And then on Saturday. We got a defensive coordinator who doesn't have experience, but whatever. He's from a championship team. Yeah, he's everyone just says he's like, oh, well, he knows Todd Bowles. So just expect him to be Todd Bowles. Okay. I mean, how many Caldwells can be bad at their job? 
Mike Codwell. Mike Codwell like... is a solid defensive football name, I would say. Mike Codwell sounds like he's like a linebacker on like the Steelers from the 70s. So Again, it's experience, though. I mean, he's, he's learning under Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles. I mean, and he's got a solid defense. It would I'll have been dope to have Big Vangio. Big Vangio. I, like, I wanted Big Vangio, yeah. too. I would have taken that. That would have been the yeah. powerhouse of like offensive and defensive, like – experience old dude that was tom coughlin dom capers that was the best yeah like <laughs> so but dom i'll capers take the uh still. the young up and mike and smith jack del rio mike smith every time we've had a really good defense coordinator we've had a pretty good team man mike Damn. smith i forgot he about fell off. Smith. he had the like shiniest white hair slicked back i know i loved it <laughs> i rooted for him here when he was atlanta because he was that good he basically was like <laughs> eugene levy yeah, just super black eyebrows. Very and happy. Hair. <laughs> the Levies, distantly related to the Smiths, ever yeah. mm. by the eyebrow. The eyebrows. Can't, uh, add an unanswered question. What is Mike Smith doing nowadays? Let's look that up next, Bob. I'm down. All right. I know uh, of other defensive coordinators. Mel Tucker just became like the highest paid coach in some lower division of college football. Like, That's cool, Mel Tucker. Good yeah, job, buddy. Michigan State. I thought it was at Michigan State. Oh, was it? Oh, oh, that's even more. For me. I thought it was some like I don't watch. I don't. I'm not a big college person. Conference. Okay, I thought it was like at some no-name college. That's he even was, more impressive. He's the highest paid wow, African American football coach I think ever. That's my man, Mel Tucker. Yep, Mel. I love some Mel, Mel T. Former Jaguars head coach. Yeah, former interim. <laughs> Yeah, but asterisks, but... Is he included in the seven head coaches? No, yeah, right? only official. But he did drop the 50 burger he's still, on he's like uh, the Buccaneers. Top five and wins, <laughs> five and wins I think. Probably. <laughs> it's not <laughs> hard. Look it up. Uh, do we have any other? Got, we have, gotta be. Who are other coordinators? Mike Caldwell. We did announce that George uh, Warhop isn't coming back, which everyone was relieved because our, our offensive line never seemed to get better. Still no official word on Sanjay Lau. I can only assume that dude's not coming back because what he had to have been Bernie one of the worst. Carmelis? Well, he was in the uh, the press conference on Saturday. You know, they have to release a bunch of, like, cool hype Wait, videos ask, on social media. Did they ask Bernie? No, no, no. But the video of, uh, like, Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence shaking hands for the first time, it's, like, slows down. It's slow-mo, cool hip-hop song. I saw but, that. Yeah, but Bernie's in the background of the video, so – Oh man! People are assuming that might mean good things for him. He might be kept on staff, so we might get um, to hear him talk finally. Mel Tucker just you know is fourth all time for a head coach and wins in Jaguar history with two. Nine two. Five with Mularkey and <laughs> Fifth all time, Daryl Bevel with one. Huh? Another bookend. Mularkey had two, and uh, Urban had two. That man. Oh, man. It's like poetry. Oh. It rhymes, man. <laughs> Well, there's usually like a decent year sandwiched in between those decades. So we got that to look forward to. Oh, yeah. 2027. One more thing with Peterson. Walking in the door as head coach. I mean, I guess besides Urban, but he doesn't really count because it's not NFL. Like most successful, most experienced head coach that we've hired right away, right? Yeah, he definitely has the best resume coming into the job. Right. Yeah. So, like, obviously, Coughlin has the best overall resume, but going into the job, like, the day you got hired as the Jags coach, Peterson has the, the most impressive resume. 
if you want to go into even more into like this like sort of cyclical nature of the Jaguars, uh, the top two winningest coaches are Tom Coughlin and Jack Del Rio, who are tied, who both have 68 wins. Isn't that crazy? That is weird. Because like Coughlin seen – oh, yeah, you I, – I looked that up a little bit more. Coughlin – or uh, Del Rio coached one more year longer than Coughlin, so he, it took him a little bit longer to get to that 68. But he only went to – Del Rio went to one playoff – Whereas Coughlin made four. So in hindsight, it's kind of crazy. Del Rio got nine years with only one playoff appearance and one playoff win against, you know, the Steelers. So, and then we like, fired Tom Coughlin and he won two Super Bowls. With the yeah, I know, which is always how it's going to work for the Jags. But like, I can't imagine a coach getting besides Marvin, even, even though Marvin Lewis wasn't too long ago, it kind of feels like the Marvin Lewis Del Rio were like, nine plus seasons with like one playoff win like won't happen again i feel like it's Marvin lewis was the coach for like 14 years i know yeah i'm saying like i feel like that kind of stuff never happens again yeah like actually there was a couple years where they consistently made it with andy dalton being you know decent at best yeah that's i hear what you're saying though sean that's not the way it works anymore it feels like, like it's rapidly gotten like now 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 our sort of uh, nature of media now. You can't be bad for that long because so many people will talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and like, I mean, yeah, and Twitter, like everyone's exactly. losing their shit. There's so many voices yeah. now yeah. that people are like, you don't get as much time to Same with, really true. with these players. Like, uh, you know, like quarterbacks used to get a couple of years to figure shit out. Now it's just like, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of like Trevor kind of had a disappointing rookie season numbers wise. And then people bring up like Troy Aikman and Elway, like some of them had, you know, pretty bad numbers for like a rookie season. But like nowadays, like, I don't know, some of the like Troy Aikman now, like Troy Aikman is a Hall of Fame player, but like those stats nowadays, like wouldn't fly. Like you can't just have like 20 plus I mean, they would a year, fly, you know, they, like they wouldn't fly with fans. Like at, even back in the day, fans weren't as in touch with, I mean, you don't see the stats until the next day in the newspaper, you know, it's not like you see them right away and can access them right away. And everyone like has a shared opinion on it. It's very localized back in the day. Now it's everywhere for everyone to see. True. I mean, too much information. I haven't lost a single like doubt in Trevor because one, yeah, every quarterback struggles with the difference between the NFL and college. And two, that was the worst receiving core that I remember watching on the Jaguars ever. Every player that has to play under Urban Meyer gets a pass. That was such a bad, like he had, do you remember up Jamal Agnew and like think about we're like yeah that one's good like we literally like our leading receiver was picked up mid-season because no other team wanted him and he had been on like six six teams in the last three years Jamal Agnew teaching himself how to play wide receiver during COVID off of YouTube and falling ass backwards and being like into a decent receiver for us like like Urban Meyer did not sign him thinking that he sent him strictly to be a returner and only because of injuries did he play receiver like that wasn't like a good urban meyer find that was just like a us ass backwards 
getting slightly lucky for like in a small sway. Uh, yeah, it really Mario is was like your... the combination of like everything that can go wrong, like bad talent around Trevor, but also like no leadership and like no accountability and no coaching like at all for the team. And that's what happened. We were fucking terrible and we were a laughing stuff. And now we don't have to be that way anymore. So no. hopefully. This is 2022. We're going in strong with have my boy gotten, Dougie uh, P. Getting rid of um, Sanjay Lau and his $9 million house. Yeah, that. there's no concrete word on that yet. Apparently Brian Schottenheimer has been told he's not coming back. There's nothing on Sanjay Lau. Uh, but the biggest fish by far is we're still trying to get Trent Balky fired. Like, <laughs> that man happening. knows how much he's hated. Like, after the press conference, I was listening to uh, – Helmet and Heels when I was driving home today from work and Mia O'Brien, who was, you know, at the, uh, at the press conference said like Trent Bulky at the end of it, got up and left so fast, like walked out the side door. Like he, like, it's gotta be so awkward to know everyone hates you. And like, yeah, but the press conference should have right. been fun. You know, like, Oh, Doug Peterson, like, Hey, welcome to town. Instead. It was like, what the fuck Trent Bulky, which is how it should a be. A year from now, we will all love him. If we make the fucking playoffs. Okay. <laughs> well, it'll be with Rick Spielman over him. So then I don't care. I don't like, care who it is if we make the playoffs. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how it works. You win, I'll forgive a lot of things. But Everything. until then, until then, I got a lot of I got a lot of I problems th- to get off my chest. I think bulky. Like, I would feel a lot better. Like, I don't. Like, he's obviously not going anywhere. But I would feel a lot better if I just knew like he wasn't the one making the call on draft picks, like the final call on draft picks and free agents. Like if he was like managing the cap and, you know, negotiating contracts, fine, whatever, do that. But like, I, like I don't have confidence in him picking the players out of the draft or saying we should sign this guy over this guy. I want someone else or at least like a majority two out of three. And I hope that it can be like, Doug and if it's bulky, it's bulky and Spielman, hopefully Spielman saying like, all right, well, two out of three, we want this guy rather than just coming down to Trent. Yeah. It was so weird that they waited till like the very end of the press conference to announce that they're going to do an EVP. And they like basically kind of told on themselves. They more or less made it seem like we're going to hire him. We just have to follow the protocol which just kind of made it seem like it was we have to do our Rooney role before we can hire him, which felt like they were telling on themselves a little bit. Like, I feel like they're not Fine, supposed to phrase it that way. But, <laughs> you know but that. if they had said that at the beginning, people would have been like, sweet, we're getting a boss for Bulky. He can, you know, scoop the ice cream for Doug Peterson. Like, they waited so long. It's like they made <laughs> the press conference worse on themselves by waiting so long to announce it because everyone was so mad because, you know, at the end of the season, Khan or Trent Bulky didn't speak. So it was the first time speaking. So everyone was like, mad about that which they should be like i would have announced the evp right off the bat to kind of like calm down everybody so the question well, they haven't be- hired him yet so you can't announce it and is but they did hiring him you know like, i mean if it's above can bulky, your that can own only- boss because i know who i'd pick it'd be <laughs> the guy who would do everything i say <laughs> which i mean either way trent bulky's a millionaire so i probably wouldn't give a fuck but like it's got to be you know as you know like there's different levels like for me that'd be cool for a millionaire like you have a new set of like goals you reach like that's got to be kind of embarrassing to like 
need a babysitter, like how, you know, Coughlin came in for like Caldwell and Marone, like that's got to be a little demoralizing. But you're also, you got to think like he's, he's a millionaire, I guess, but like he's getting paid to be a millionaire. And if your boss is like, Hey, I'm going to continue to pay you millions of dollars or whatever. Yeah, I know. So either way, I wouldn't give a fuck. All right. (laughs) There's different (laughs) levels. I think like once you hit job, that level, Sean. then you would have to like think slightly differently. Do you know how Who's fun God? it would be to be general manager? Like, oh, I know- dude, I would be walking around the stadium giving finger guns all day long. <laughs> like, hey, everyone here has played Madden and been the general manager. Like, that job might be hard, but it's definitely fun. Like, I, I don't feel bad. The for time you of my life to suffer criticism. You know, I mean. Like I, but I don't understand the loyalty. My my thought is still that they wanted experience, and this fucking guy has it, and that's the only reason. Like he's still here. Like if they could have found a, a like a great GM who's crushing it, I'm sure they would have been like, all right, sorry, Trent, you know, pack your bags and get the fuck out of here. But I mean, I, we got Doug Peterson. I feel confident about him, and so I think hopefully, you know. We I'm very confident are on the right track that Peterson only agreed because they had some kind of, you know, shaken agreement on an EVP coming. Cause that was like the three of them sitting up there. That was awkward as hell at some point. That was, you know, like it made for the good real... comedy. They were like, it was weird. Doug was just like having the fun questions about ice cream and like con and bulky were getting grilled. He was just kind of like, okay, I'm talking about my wife now. Like, <laughs> You guys, you know, have fun with Khan. I'm just going to have, like, my nice, you know, puff piece. <laughs> All the fun um, quotes. Uh, the real MVP, it seems, from everything I read is is t- Tony Khan. I feel like any good report Dude. that came out was, like, Tony Khan was like, no. No, Bill. Uh, no in the Bill opening, <laughs> in Khan's opening line at the press conference, he basically said, like, from what I heard, it was a good coaching search. He, like, insinuated, like, he wasn't that involved. And Doug Peterson name dropped Tony like four or five times. So Tony is 100% like, and from everything, you know, we've like, there's rumors like originally back in 2013, he wanted to be more involved. And like Gus Bradley was the one that didn't want to do analytics and kind of like brushed him off. Like it seems like Tony wants to help so bad and we refuse to let him help that much. That did make my ears like, up when he was like, from what I've been told, yeah, like, it's a great. What? I was like, what? Mm-hmm. How he are you, are you doing? He did. Chad he zoomed sh- into a couple interviews for, for a few minutes. No, you show for fifteen <laughs> minutes. You're like, are we doing good? Like, he did I get anybody anything? And his bathing suit underneath because he's on the kiss. For real, dude. Yeah, yeah. the kiss mate was out he, at the Caribbean. I tracked it down. So you know why Chad doesn't give? Because he bought this team for like three quarters of a billion and now it's tripled in value in the 10 years so who cares about yeah. wins when his investment his sports empire I looked makes up like he's worth like nine billion this and aew and the soccer team are valued at five billion so sports is the majority of his wealth now hey don't you undermine his bumpers my favorite thing i did see someone say like after watching Shad Khan run his football team, it makes me really nervous about my car's bumpers. <laughs> so that's kind of true, dude. I've had, I had an old Ford Escort, and those bump, the bumpers were shitty. You touch it, it would break. I bet you that was a Khan bumper. 
All right. Anyways, moving on past all the coach stuff. Uh, the other big thing on the possible horizon is in a day or two, um, the Hall of Fame will be announced, and our boy Tony Bozzelli made it to the finals again. Will this be the year that Tony gets into it? Everyone's saying, like, there's no other offensive lineman kind of, like, ahead of him, so it's like he's next in line. But he had a short career, and he's on the Jag, so who knows if the uh, Hall of Fame actually takes him seriously. You guys like his chances this year? Is this the year that we get the Bozzelli actually- in there? Um, I think he gets in this year because uh, I I always keep track of it. I listen to Ten Ten every morning on my way to work. Poor and they all, I, I mean, um, that's a shameless like little plug that I did on accident. But anyways, um, they they always talk about like the other candidates, and there's usually one or two offensive linemen. You know, like that they're like he's competing with, and nobody's really brought one up this year. And Who are the uh, the guaranteed people? I feel like I don't. Well, I know Devin Hester at, is the only, possible. The only other tackle in the finalists is Willie Anderson of the Bengals. But I would say the locks. Do you guys have it pulled up? No. Only name I know off the top of my head because I read about it a couple of days ago is Devin Hester, who I hope gets in. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't even know, man. If I'm looking at locks, like for sure. Let's see. I'm pulling Jared it Allen. Uh, I feel like he's not Jared a lot. Allen, he's not maybe a lot. Devin Hester, uh, Demarcus Ware, Reggie Wayne, maybe Demarcus walks. Ware. Demarcus like Ware's getting in. Jared Allen's getting in. Uh, Reggie Wayne definitely. Reggie Wayne Ooh, is. There's probably definitely some in. Patrick Willis. I don't uh, know. I feel like he's like if Patrick Willis gets in. Tony should get in. Patrick yeah. Willis played for seven years, and Tony played for six. Oh, wow. Tony should get in before Patrick Willis. Crazy. Some if Devin Hester should get in, then, then, then Tony should get in. He was the most dominant left tackle in the NFL for, like, a solid five years, right? And, you know, I mean, that's, that's good enough to get you in, I think. Uh, <laughs> especially when no one on this team has ever been in. That should be added, like, incentive uh, for them to pick him. Well, we do representation to a team in the NFL. We do have a backup. If Torrey Holt gets in, he would also go in for the 2009 Jags. So he's our our backup plan. Do you know, do players that are in the Hall of Fame get a vote? I couldn't even begin to tell you how that stuff works. Unanswered question. Yeah. I think there's, like – 50 people that vote? I don't know. Look it up. All I know is that Sam Kavaris does Tony's presentation every year, and it's always the most boring thing. And everyone in the media says it's fine, and he's not hurting his chances, and that has nothing to do with it. But it can't help us. Maybe it's not hurting it, but it's definitely not helping his chances. He needs a young millennial Gen Z guy to make him a sweet PowerPoint presentation with like explosions, not Sam Kavari's in YouTube videos. Yeah, and shit. he gives the same boring speech every year, and with a clip on the YouTube video, like yeah. I loved uh, the other year with Peyton Manning. How like the guy just stood up and said Peyton Manning and sat down, and it was like the fastest, you know, uh, why he should get in speech of all time. Yeah, kinds of things. Well, I heard that the reason I asked about the people that are in it. Um, getting a vote is uh, Anthony Munoz, Munoz, uh, 
Frankie got it Muniz? a couple years ago. Huh? I said Frankie Muniz. No, not Frankie Muniz. Anthony Maybe one Munoz. Day. But he said when he got in last year or the year before, he said that Tony Baselli was a better player than him. So, But that's – they both went to – US. they're both USC left tackles, so that's uh, like sticking up for each other. Yeah, but, well. um, oh, wait. Hold the phone. You would know, though. Leroy Butler, he's got to get in this year. Love that's Roy. my boy. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. He's not that much of your boy. Is well, he from here? Yeah, he's from here, and his daughter cut my hair once. And she was oh. talking about how – Yeah, she was talking about how, like, my dad was a football player from here and started telling me more and more and more, and we, like, came to real. I was like, whoa, Leroy Butler. Leroy Butler. No way. Like, that's crazy. Cool. She's like, yeah, he invented the Lambo. I was like, that's insane. That's his claim to fame, yeah. yeah. Pretty good haircut. If I say so myself. I, I, I think he should get in. I think he will. Wait, uh, just Leroy because. or Tony? Tony. Okay. <laughs> oh, let me ask you guys. See, I'm team no. Tony's not getting in. The Jags don't get nice things like this. Well, you're just being a pessimist, even though you're supposed to be the optimist of the <laughs> podcast. We I always mean, go over this. You're supposed to be the optimistic I'm one. Sorry. And you're constantly Every year, negative. I listened to the radio and I was like, this is Tony's ear. This is Tony's ear. And then he doesn't get in and it's so awkward. Well, and he has to give the same I mean, speech Willie about Anderson how he was great, happy. But there's no other offensive tackles in front of him that should be put in before him. All right. Does everyone have their uh, – is everyone looking at it? Who's uh, your five? Yeah. Who's your five? So it's only five? Yes. Oof. Like they do a bunch of other, you know, weird like – legacy players and a coach or whatever how that works but it's five players i would go all right i'll go optimistic i'm not going to be the downer guy i'll go optimistic so we got tony getting in there i'm going devin hester even though it's only special teams like he literally redefined special teams i'm going devin hester i'm going tory holt demarcus ware and reggie wayne I would say Jared Allen, DeMarcus Ware, Reggie Wayne, either Torrey Holt or Devin Hester. I think Torrey Holt should probably get in before Devin Hester and Tony Baselli. Two Jags in. Two Uh, Jags. Let's see. I lost the list. Um, <laughs> you list the internet. It's always there. It, no, my internet's not always there. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, DeMarcus Ware, I think it's in. Um, I also think Tony makes it because he's been like a finalist for five straight years. And there's not, there's not some great offensive line in, in his way. And there's not like a lot of great – shoe-ins either this year so like this seems like the year they would take him um reggie wayne will get in over tory holt i don't think devin hester gets in his first time and let's give it to the other jacksonville guy i'm gonna meet a little roy butler (laughs) it's a big day for jacksonville that would be crazy oh my god we gotta go to canton if that happens if if tony gets in we'll uh be cool we'll Tom Coughlin get in next, or will it be another Jags player? Tom has to retire, I think. 
<laughs> he hasn't done anything in actually since you can get yeah i think you, you have to officially put your active, papers in active oh. like um well, cuz he was like a member of an organization yeah i don't know how that works ago. in and you have to at least be still. i don't know how that works either that's an unanswered question <laughs> yeah 5 years from now we already have 3 spots spots locked up with brady Roethlisberger, and gronk uh, and Fitz, well, and Larry Fitzgerald like Brock didn't retires. play. Oh, he's. I mean, he's definitely retired. No, he doesn't start because uh, he didn't play this year. But he hasn't officially retired. I know, but like, if he te- is the season technically the season hasn't ended. So if he retires today, then it would be the same amount as you know Brady. So if he's smart, he'll wait a year so he doesn't have to. Yeah, it's kind it of like Brady. one of those like yeah. <laughs> I feel like Roethlisberger was probably pissed. He thought he was going to be like you know, the big quarterback for that year. And then Brady was like, I'm sorry, brother. I'm That's coming why in Drew Brees with... did it last year. Yeah, much smarter. <laughs> he didn't gotta, want to share his day. You got to plan out when you're going to retire. Um, it is kind of crazy how many, like, Hall of Fame quarterbacks have retired in the last three years. Got to empty them out, make way for all the young bloods. There's at least five, or five right? Of what? Rob- Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Phillip Rivers make the Hall of Fame. last year too, right? I don't think Philip Rivers shouldn't be a first first round Hall of Famer. Like top ten passing yards and touchdowns, he's making. Yeah, he probably won't be a first ballot. He never, he never did. He even make a conference Eli, championship. Eli's making the. I bet Eli's first ballot. To be honest, yeah, he's got, he he got two Super Bowls. Great stats. Yeah, so does but Ben he's, Roethlisberger. Hey, he's, Eli Manning, I saw he still has uh, the single most. Uh, passing yards in a playoff, like in a, you know, a season of playoffs. Hmm. So with like 1,100, really? yeah. No one's ever thrown for more yards in a single postseason than him. Not even Nick Foles? Not even Nick Foles. Wow. Yeah. I don't know which season it was, but I saw that. <laughs> Honestly, I I would have guessed, well, maybe not, but Joe I Flacco had a playoff yeah. run that was – Fucking bananas. He like was the most elite quarterback for like four games in a row during the postseason, and then that got him a like hundred million. Though. Oh yeah, four games. he was very lucky about it. He got he was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL at one point, Flacco, <laughs> and now he's toiling away as like a backup quarterback on God knows where. That's all you need. You need one <laughs> yes. great. That was like Nick Foles. You need one great postseason, and you can make yeah. like ninety yeah, million no. off of it. That's all you need. Um, you know what's uh, funny is how we just. Not we didn't even talk about the Pro Bowl because who cares? I didn't. If it was on Nickelodeon, I watch it because Nickelodeon. We also didn't fun. have any players in it. Um, Jackson Deville was there. Uh, I saw Stephon Diggs catch a ball through a table, which I thought was nice. That, I saw Bills Mafia. A Pro Bowl is that what it's come down to now? They do like little. Actually, they're trying to turn in like a catch contest, like a dunk contest kind of thing, which is. Not the worst idea. It was entertaining. They had they had Stephon Diggs versus his brother, Trayvon Diggs, compete in it, and it was it was kind of cool. And then like I, I like, like the throwing competitions and shit. It should just be a AFC NFC like tug of war, and that's the they do. Bowl. They play dodgeball. They can play that part's uh, cool. The game Red itself Rover. is not. It's they don't tackle, so who cares? I just people yeah, get so terrible. up in arms. But it's just like it is what it is. People get so, like every year, like ah! I'm like, it's why are you so mad? You know what I'm it's gonna mad. be like. I know you. But I'm saying people get mad. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. People are I like, just, they're disrespecting the no, game. I, oh, yeah. I don't care at all <laughs> about that. It's purely for money. I get I that, but I can I talk about how bad on. it is. It's, yeah. it's just so uh, – it's like the game itself is so terrible to watch that no one watches. At least – I mean, it's no fun when just I like – it should be all fun stuff. How it was like, you know, Diggs yeah. on Diggs, like, but they switch positions. Like <laughs> Stefan Diggs was on defense and Trayvon Diggs was yeah. on offense. Like it should be just purely fun things like that. That's all the pro bowl should be or like fun, meaningful things. Like they showed um, like Jeff Saturday when he was retiring, he was on the Packers, but they let him go onto the AFC pro bowl team. So he could hike it to Peyton Manning one last time. Yeah, like that's, cool. that's what the pro bowl is for. Like fun little cute things like that that's yeah that's awesome and i don't watch it live i just watch the highlights of it later tom bro tom brady's apparently like uh passed on the pro bowl like 13 times and the other seven or what he's played in it like two or three times his stats are like six for 11 17 yards and two picks (laughs) 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 he couldn't care less about the pro bowl that's awesome i want to know why the pro bowl is in fucking uh las vegas like that seems like yeah hawaii great and then it went to orlando which still made sense because like it's it was at disney and like pro bowl players like adult disney yeah but pro bowl players just want to like bring their families and have fun and go to disney afterwards like Vegas, or they want to like Alvin Kamara, like they want to use the elevator. beat up somebody before the Pro Bowl at a bar and then went to the Pro Bowl and played. Either way, like only bad things happen in Vegas. That just seems like a bad place to try to bring like. No, you can bring fun... your kids to like go see I, a show or maybe. the Blue Man Group or something know. or fucking Carrot Top. I think Orlando was the perfect place for it because they have the ESPN Center and they have. Disney. And it's not a team that, like, a place that they could just play there during the season. I thought yeah. Orlando was like, dude, like a... if you're, if you play in, like, if you're a Green Bay Packer, and they're like, hey, you made the Pro Bowl, like, and you're like, oh, cool, I got to go to Hawaii, and they're like, no, you're going to Orlando, Florida. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck? We're sending you I'll to pass. sit in traffic. Cool to play the game at Disney World. No, it wouldn't. Sure it would. So Mickey and Minnie Mouse can watch you play? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Go to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, That way you get, you know, you get into the kids' heads and you make more money in advertising later. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about that, do they? want a free vacation. Free vacation. Not the smart yeah, ones. They want to make it, they want to maximize their earning potential. That's true. All right. I guess so. Pro Bowl aside, we do have the big actual game coming up, the Super Bowl. Uh, we have. You can't say that. Say what? We're gonna get. We're gonna get a, a bill in the mail. Oh shit! We can't say Super Bowl. Oh fuck! Why? Man, sorry, dude. It's copyrighted, man. Copyrighted, bro. You, you can't, can't say the word Super Bowl, dude. Whoa. Shut. Fucking Shimmer, come on, dude. Super Bowl. Oh shit. Uh, we Scott <laughs> Hitch Jags is not affiliated <laughs> with Shimmer Incorporated. All right, we got Bengals. We got Rams. That's I'm going. I'm going Bengals all the way. I'm on that Joe Shishi train, dude. I'm loving it. I'm all about the underdog cat team. I'm going That's Bengals all the squad. way. Yeah, our dude. sister cat. They've had a lot of losing. We've got a lot of losing. They went 31 years or whatever without winning a playoff game. They're in Cincinnati, Ohio, which might as well be the Jacksonville of all. And Everyone's they're also a cat that. team with a first overall pick who's a great quarterback. They're what I want us to be in a year. Let's go Bengals. 
Also, fuck Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> See, I'm at the point where I don't really like care either way, either way about Jalen Ramsey. But it would be fun to watch Jamar Chase like toast him all game. So I just don't. I don't want him to leave us and win a Super Bowl somewhere else. <laughs> I want him to like come back to our team in a Super Bowl with us. Dude, the That's game is cool and all, but give me that halftime show. I am ready for yes. some some Mary and some Dre and some Eminem <laughs> and some Snoop Dogg and Kendrick Lamar is the only guy I know nothing about, but Kendrick Lamar is good. Apparently he's Kendrick cool. Lamar he's, is good. He's that young blood. I don't know him. He's too young. I know all the old guys, but I if they fuck I, that up, I'm gonna be so mad. It better be good. It. There's going to be a wardrobe malfunction. Ooh, <laughs> with Dr. Dre? Yeah. That happened like <laughs> over 20 years ago. His his pants aren't going to have a cuff, cuff and a crease in them, so that's going to be the oh! wardrobe <laughs> That was good. Thank you. What the fuck? These are freshly... I don't know what the can't word is. can't rock these khakis. <laughs> they were ironed too well. All right, we should... Um... Let's move into the into the three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three questions. You want me to go first? I got uh, one this week. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Wow. All we need are 30 day breaks in between, and I'll come yeah. up with a question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a lot of time um, this. Uh, it's like semi Jaguar related. I mean, we talked about this quite in depth earlier. There were nine head coaching openings, uh, in the NFL besides the Jaguars. Who do you think got the best coach with one of these new hires? You think will have the most success? Uh, <laughs> I honestly think the other coaches like, bore me. Uh, <laughs> out of the coaches that were hired, I I honestly think we got the best coach who will have the most success, like right besides, away. Or besides time. us, besides. Oh, besides us. Oh, okay. Um, probably the Raiders. Mm. I mean, yeah, they did, they got the best setup, at least having a decent quarterback and car i think uh, nathaniel yeah, hackett quarterback situation so i think yeah. he's gonna fail spectacularly hackett. i i personally don't like yeah mcdaniel seems like a douchebag to me so i'm rooting against him <laughs> i just i think within two years you'll see the headline can't hack it and the day he's fired on the newspaper <laughs> oh you're talking about hackett i thought you're talking about yeah. daniels yeah i no. i think nathaniel okay so my opinions on hackett I don't think he's a douchebag. I just think he's a doofus. Uh, I think on his own, he'll fail. But if some miracle he world, Aaron Rodgers? yeah, if he gets Rodgers, then yeah, he's going to be successful just by Part default. Part of me thinks he got that job because they think he's like, yeah, I oh, got yeah. Aaron. I got Aaron. Wink, wink. Give They're me like, the millions. <laughs> now he's just going to. Oh yeah, I was. I guess he's not coming. <laughs> so I guess that means Hackett isn't my answer because you said most successful. Um, I will go with trying to think of all of them. Oh, none of them are really great. Saints well, have I nothing. Have list. Texans right, have so. nothing. Um, Eber, I guess maybe Eberflus just because Justin Fields. If they if he can make a good defense, and Justin Fields Not is a good offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers stays in the mm. 
days with the Packers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say most successful besides us is going to be uh, – I'm going to go curve. I'm going Lovey Smith. Like in the short term and over like three years, I'm going to say <laughs> Lovey because he seems like the, the Jaguars division. Yeah, he's got two guaranteed victories against us. He's the obvious, like one of the worst choices to pick, and that's how the NFL works. He's got a cool beard, and Davis Mills, I'm kind of a, a believer in him a little bit. He wasn't that bad, so I'm going to go curveball and go Lovey Smith, 90% for the beard. I like uh, – I have a sleeper pick, one of Patrick's boys. Uh, I like Brian Dable. Oh, I forgot the- about him. With Daniel Jones? With Daniel no, Jones. I think him, they'll be bad this year. They'll Daniel finally Jones. get rid of Daniel Jones. They'll get a quarterback in the draft or something. Why, is he, why is he my boy? You always brought him up as, like, a pick for us to hire. I think it's because you're bald and you have a big beard. Uh, we got to stick together. No. Uh, every time in, in the old pots, that was your guy you wanted no. us to pick. Bro, uh, how do you go from Josh that. Allen to Daniel Jones, though? Well, he's the reason like, I like him, after I, show, oh, God. I hardly watched any of their press conferences, but his came on for whatever reason, and I was listening to him talk, and they asked him a question, and it was like, uh, you know, like, what do you want the offense to be? It's like, well, the first thing I'll do is talk to the quarterback and see which play plays he likes and which ones he's comfortable with and we'll build around that and i was like that makes perfect sense why don't <laughs> why don't why huh. haven't our coaches done any of that i was like i like huh. this guy <laughs> he won me over and with his just like okay do coaches not do that i mean that makes <laughs> we're over complicating so, things all right all right who's next what a concept patrick what's your three question for us uh I was thinking Doug Peterson comes in a couple years down the line. We have some success. Maybe, you know, storybook ending. We win a Super Bowl. I'm taking you down to fairytale land right now. We win the Super Bowl. All goes well. City loves him, and he's a legend. Maybe we get a statue outside the stadium of him. When they make – a Hollywood movie about the Jaguars going from the dumpster to the mountaintop. Who plays Doug Peterson in the movie? Well, can't be Kevin James. He's off the market. Yeah. I. Hmm. Who's my Doug? He's got a Peterson. noggin on him, though. Yeah. Doug That's what I was trying to think. Oh, I know who my pick is. Who? <laughs> uh, have you seen? Um... My guy is Buddy Garrity from um, from Friday Night Lights. The, Who's that? The booster. <laughs> you have to pull I've him seen up. three or four episodes. <laughs> He's Lila's dad. He's the booster guy from Lila's Texas. dad. You'll is know who I'm a, talking about. Is he a That's good Doug Peterson? Pick. He just looks enough like him. Uh, there he is. Yep. That's my pick. Uh, it looks like a uh, flavor town guy. Yeah, he could also be a solid guy Fieri. Ooh, that would be a good pick. Guy Fieri. Uh, that's my go to. That's a good uh, pick. I think. Also. Hmm. Oh, God. This is kind of a tough one. Doug Peterson. Just doofy, everyman qualities. Man. Tom Hanks. You get to play no. Trevor. It's the real question. Tom I Hanks. could, <laughs> if 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 we make the movie like ten years down the line, 
I think my man is going to have the acting chops by then. I'm going John Cena for Doug Peterson. Whoa, that's a good that's one. Such a terrible pick. <laughs> what? Are you crazy? He's, they both have like big would be flat so faces. so out of place as like a 60-year-old man. <laughs> what? Who's 60? Doug Peterson. <laughs> yeah, John Cena. In 10 years, he'll be older. A little uh, flabbier. Nah. You got to wait a little bit. I like that this movie one, now. Sean. Thank it you. can't be The Rock, so... <laughs> yeah. The Rock is going to play Shad Khan. <laughs> Yo, Rick Spielman is buff beyond belief, so you could get, like... He's a former player, too, I think. They're all former players somewhere. But he's still super rich. You know he, what I saw is crazy? Here's uh, uh, our new segment, Stat of the Day. Ooh, uh, stat, of <laughs> stat of the Day. Sean McVay won Mr football in the state of georgia over calvin johnson wait no high school oh yeah sorry i thought you said sean payton i was like yeah i saw that sean mcveigh yeah he looks like the dweebiest doofiest like 16 year old still how beat out calvin johnson for mr football in the state of georgia megatron sean mcveigh's like five foot eight <laughs> calvin johnson's already in the hall of fame it's crazy all right <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, guys. I don't have a question. Can 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 it be a two question this week? Really? I, I you had Jimmer said we had thirty days to do this. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll tee up an easy one. All right. You and I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of mine end up being food related. Uh, you and Dougie P are out on a night on the town. Where are you guys going to get some ice cream? I knew it Urban was Myers be ice Bar cream. in Cincinnati. <laughs> No, what's your favorite? What, if he says, "Show me the best ice cream in town," what, what kind of where you where you taking them? Where's some good dessert options? We're going to Dreamette right down the road here in Murray Hill. Anyone Ooh. listening, Dreamette Edgewood Avenue is where it's at. What are you gonna tell him to, to get? I'm going to D to get DQ. a milkshake. Milkshake. Where are you taking them, Shimmer? Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Gonna... Like there, like there isn't a Dairy Queen up there. Dairy Queen's good wherever you go. Right. Give me uh, uh, You going Blizzard? Yeah, Blizzard. Are they or handing we'll it up to you upside down? And get a McFlurry, except the machine is broken because it's never not broken. Not going to lie, Doug. Get outside that box, Shimmer. Yeah, we got to show them the unique places. Though Doug Peterson seems like he drinks like Bud Light and drinks McFlurries, and that's like he the definitely likes, his. He prefers Haagen-Dazs, in case you guys are wrong. Oh, uh, that's his. <laughs> Did you know Haagen-Dazs is a completely made-up word? It has no meaning, I read. I've heard that. They just wanted to right. sound fancy. All right, Shimmer, game us up. Send us out on a good note here. Let's play a game, motherfucker. Okay, so um, uh, we don't necessarily have a game, but we do have some picks. I have some Super Bowl prop bets. I want to get you guys' opinion, and if you want, we could actually Ooh. place some money on these because these are all viable bets. I'm down. Let's do it. How much? Uh, we could do a dollar bet. Uh, I have quite a few. So, all right. Um, it's up. Are we going to parlay we'll this? How does this work? They unfortunately do not allow prop bets to be parlayed, so you'd have to be individual bets, so we're not going to make that's cool. Well, really hey guys, guys, thing, guys, so. guys! Real quick, I only know the word parlay from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, what I does don't it really? What does it mean in this context? Means. 
Parlays so, where you times the odds of multiple bets together in order to get a bigger payout. However, you have to hit on each individual bet that you make. Okay. Well, here's this. You give me some things. I'll tell you my opinions, and I'll give you $10. And hopefully we turn right. that into more money. Okay. Sound like uh, a deal? I'll tell you my opinions, and I'll give you $10. <laughs> I'm ready. What's the first one? All right. Our first one is... Will there be a successful two-point conversion? Yes, is plus 50, which means for $100, you would win $250. And no, minus 345, meaning you have to place a bet of $340 in order to win 100. So what does that mean for $1? Uh, $1 wins you like 34 cents. Heck yeah. Ooh. All right. <laughs> I'll say no, there will not be a successful two-point conversion. I'm going to also say no. I'm going yes. The yes, game sir. seems like it should be a big offensive scoring game, which makes me think it's going to be more of a slog fest, lower scoring. So that's how I'm judging kind of this. Um, all right. So uh, I'm trying to do this. We're running low on time. There's some other questions that require me to send you text messages. So we're going to skip those. The fun? Will the game... Go to overtime. Yes is plus 600. No, minus 2,400. The overwhelming favorite is no. No, it will not. No. I'm also going to say no. Wow. Okay. Here's another one for you guys. This is going to be decided early on. Will the first play of the game be a rush or a pass? (laughs) Rush minus 143, pass. Plus 109, Rush is the favorite. Now we're going pass. I'm say pass. Pass? Yep, 20-yard completion to Jamar Chase over Jalen Ramsey. I'll go run. I'll go run. Go on run. Okay. Um, time of first score with an over-under of three minutes. Yes. Will there be a score within three minutes? Yes, plus 400, or no, minus 300. Again, I'm going uh, sloppy, week off, so it's going to take them a hot minute to get hot. So I'm going to say it's going to take them high, longer. Yeah, I'm going to say no, like outside of three minutes. All right, yeah, I think everyone's going to be a little nervous. I'm also going to go no. Okay. We're going to get into some fun ones, specifically about the Super Bowl halftime show. First question, will Eminem have a beard? Yes, minus 400, or no, plus 250. I, I don't I didn't know. He, is he known for having a beard now? Because back in the day, he didn't have one. The fact that it's a question makes me say yes. So I'm going to go yes. <laughs> Wait, what are the odds? The odds are yes, minus 400, the, that's the favorite, or no, plus 250. I'm going to say yes, because he's going to want to be like, no one else is going to, well, Snoop Dogg will have a beard, a slight one, but I'm going to say yes. Maybe Mary J. Blige will have one, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we got some more fun ones here. Uh, these are all real bets, by the way. Uh, will Tupac Shakur join the halftime show via hologram? Yes, plus 400, or no, 
minus what? 900. I literally talked to somebody about this because at the end of the commercials for the Super Bowl, like on, you know, during the playoffs, they always would end it with uh, the California. California uh, love. Yeah. With, you know, Dre and Tupac. And I was like, if they keep playing this song, it makes me feel like they're going to do it. So I think they're, they're bringing out Tupac. They're bringing out holograms. Uh, We're going to get a uh, little Sebastian out there. <laughs> the... So you're saying yes. You're taking it? Uh, I mean, no. I, I No. If I'm actually trying to be serious, I, I do not think they will do that. Yeah. But I hope they do. I'm going to um, say no. That's in poor taste, I feel like. I think it's a no. I don't think fans would like it. But I do think Kendrick Lamar will end up rapping Tupac's right. oh. verses in that song. Um, I wish I could bet on that, but you can't, so I'll go no. Cool. Um, okay, we've got five more Super Bowl prop bets to go. I think these are some good questions. The next one, will Snoop Dogg smoke a blunt on stage? <laughs> yes, <laughs> plus 170, or no, minus 250. Man. Is and this really a bet? These are all real bets that you can make I mean, right now. I'm not going to put it past him. <laughs> like, it's in California, so. Yeah, it's in Los Angeles. I'm sure he could do it. Like, you know some other people are sneaking some weed into that stadium. If the question was, will he smoke a blunt before going on stage? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's an easy. Or after getting off, the answer an absolute certainty i'm gonna I, I will say no i i will to be fair last year i had freaking j-lo and shakira doing things to me so anything apparently is <laughs> if you can get away with that nowadays then maybe you can so all right we'll say yes we're, we're going yes i'm gonna say no because i don't think the nfl would be down with that and i also think that he would want to set a better example for the kids. Yeah, he does all well, the his, NFL like, was definitely not jan- down with Janet's titty, and that still happened, Patrick. So I think it's a definite possibility, and it's a little less sort of uh, serious for the kids. I mean, they're not going to even know, really. Like, they show Joe Burrow smoke chomping on a cigar after his victory all the time. Bro. Yeah, the I have never seen so many cigars involved in the NFL until Joe Burrow. He's going to die, like – that's the why age I don't 30. like people that are like, man, Joe Burrow is so cool. No, I think he's it's cool because he smokes a cigar. Like, Michael Jordan used to smoke a cigar before the game, and but he looked for the cool as hell doing it. And talk shit to them while he smoked a cigar before the game, and talked about how he was going to beat their ass and then beat their ass. It's awesome. All right, um, I say no. No, I don't think he smokes a blunt. Snoop Dogg is um, needs to protect that money and. He's not going to do it that way. Y'all are trying to harsh my vibe. Uh, We got a couple more. The next question I could not believe was something you could truly bet on, but uh, will Mary J. Blige have cleavage showing? Yes, minus 300, or no, plus 200. I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. We're going to go yes on that one. Easy cleavage. Uh, (laughs) Is there a hopefully option? (laughs) She's going to have yes, those bad no, boys. Maybe. Um, She's have them pushed up to the max. She's going to be like, let's go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give you guys the odds on this one just because there's so many. And I don't know how the odds work. But 
who will be the first to speak, sing, or rap at the halftime show? Will it be Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, or Kendrick Lamar? Um, so it feels like Dre's either first or last. Like he's kicking it off or he's, you know, they're saving him. So they're probably going to save him as like the main dish at the end. So I would think they would want to then start with their second most popular to lure everybody in. So I'm going to guess Eminem. I think, think he's Eminem bigger. is the second most popular act on stage? After him or Snoop Dogg, I would think him. He's the easily like the number one attraction, I would imagine. Okay. As far as sold albums, I'm guessing Eminem leads everybody. But this is like Dre's thing. Like this is his like big hurrah. I started kind of selling it. So I'm yeah. going to say Eminem well. opens it up and Dre's... He end. gets paid on all these songs. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? he's>... <laughs> <laughs> he might not be the voice on there, but he's still getting a check from it. He's the doctor. He operated on all of them. Um, okay. So who'd you pick, Sean? I'm going Eminem. All right. First pa- noise. This is Patrick? first person to sing? Yeah. To speak sing, a word? Speak or any, yeah, say a word. It first person Snoop to dog. utter a sound. First one Snoop that needs their microphone. microphone. Snoop Dogg. I'm going to go Dr. Dre, and it's also going to lead me into my next question because my prediction is that he starts with Forgot About Dre, first song of the halftime show, Dr. Dre, first person to speak. Um, I sent you a list of songs. I need you to predict the first song that will be will be during the halftime show. I hope they start it with just Dr. Dre, motherfucker. <laughs> first one. I don't know if they're going to do that. Oh, is this where I need to look at the list of songs? Yep. So All right. This this factored into my Snoop Dogg being the first one to speak. I think that they're going to open with next episode, and the first words spoken are going to be Snoop Dogg saying, da 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 <laughs> I hope that happens now too. That's pretty good. I kind of thought they were gonna use next episode as like a transition song, you know? Nah, dude. It's gonna they're gonna because I'm thinking like the lights are down. You hit that bling ding 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 and then it's you gotta start with that. What else are you gonna start with? You could start with um nothing but a G thing. Nah, because it you have the the worm whistle. The it's not going to be California Love because my theory is definitely happening. Where they're saving that for the gonna, end. Yeah, they're going to have to have a bunch of people in on that because there's a bunch of people on it. Yeah, um, it's weird that the only Eminem song that they have on here is Godzilla. I don't know what that is. Exactly. <laughs> that makes me think like maybe it's that because I know like two thousand two and earlier Eminem. Um, it'll I'm... probably end up all right. Just. Need I'm going to go forget one. about Dre. I, well, I said Eminem, so I'm going to go with forgot about Dre. I don't remember if he or Dre talks first, but I'll assume it's Eminem. I think so. They can always rearrange uh, it differently. <laughs> so forgot about Dre. I think my whole theory is wrong because <laughs> I picked Dre, but I think Eminem might. I don't know. Whatever. All right, Patrick, what song you got? Next episode. Drop it like a <laughs> Oh, that's. Uh, all right. The next question is: I gave you a list of players. Who scores the first touchdown in the Super Bowl? Uh, I'd like to point out that Captain America's on this list. 
says Chris Evans. I don't know who he is for either team. Who's Chris He's Evans? A running back at, from Michigan. For He's who? Rookie on the Bengals. Well, good for <laughs> him. There's a lot of players on here I've never heard of. Who are these people? <laughs> um, they are all people playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, I will say that Odell Beckham Jr. scores the first touchdown just so, like, people can shit on the Browns some more and be like, <laughs> you let him leave? He sucked for you, but he's great elsewhere. Type of narrative. Patrick? Uh, let's go with mm, – let's go with Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Uh, I am going to go, just because I like the odds on this one, Joe Burrow with a rushing touchdown. If Joe Burrow scores the first touchdown rushing it in with his broken knee, I'm going to, like, he's going to light a cigar right there and then. No, he's going to hit him with a bootleg. It never fails. How does that work if if Joe Burrow throws a touchdown? It doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, it counts for the other person. It's whoever caught it. Mm. <laughs> if he runs it though mm. it'd be him yeah um all right and those are your super bowl prop bets Lovely. um i would imagine none of us are going to make very much money but at what? least we have things to root for and i'll send you guys a list of what you picked assuming sean puts the pot up in a timely fashion and i can hey. listen to it because <laughs> i took Sounds no good. notes and have no <laughs> idea what you <laughs> i'll do my <laughs> best do I need to send you 10 bucks? Is that how this works? Well, I don't even remember how many questions I asked you, so we're gonna, I'm going to listen to it, figure out what the totals are, and I'll text you guys. Perfect. I'll still Love give it. you 10 bucks, and you can divvy out the rest of it. Yeah. Shimra, I'm Venmoing you 10 bucks. Can't stop me. Yeah, but what if there were 11 questions? <laughs> That's on you, my well, friend. You better bet. You better spot me a dollar. We're cutting one. I'm just going to unilaterally cut one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Cut my my blunt answer. That's a good one. I'm sticking with yes. Well, Don't maybe you send me a right appropriate. There's amount no of way that that's happening. <laughs> he might he might smoke a cigarette that looks like a blunt. Hey, I think as long as the uh, what's the tip? I would prefer he smoked a blunt on stage than a cigarette. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen, dude. Pepsi is sponsoring this shit. <laughs> you that know Pepsi. True. They're a bunch of hard assets. I think you could even bet on how many times Eminem curses. But for um, you, can we talk about how much better Coke is than Pepsi? Just saying. I, 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 when I see a restaurant has Pepsi, I go, why? What? <laughs> why? It doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't hit. It doesn't what happened to you? Who hurt you that you would do this? You know? Taco Bell's Pepsi, isn't it? Yeah, but they have Dr. Pepper. I like Dr. Pepper. They got Baja Blast, too, so. <laughs> Do they have any ice cream? Can I take a Dougie P there and get some, like, Choco The new Chalupa ice cream sandwich. Yeah, dude. It comes with cheese and refried beans. That sounds mm, absolutely <laughs> horrid. All right. We'll end the pod on a disgusting, horrible note. Okay, Thanks goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. Apologies, Trevor. My cat's, oh, God. My cat's, really, time. <laughs> my cat's walking on my keyboard. Maybe next time. <laughs> oh, right. next time, season finale. Yeah, we're going to wrap up season two of God Hates Jags in the 2021 season in a few weeks, and then we'll gear up for the 2022 season. 
22 season. It's a lot to say. We'll fix that in post production. <laughs> Have a good night. Go Jags. Go Jags. Go Jags.